Brought to you the week of October 31st, 2010. This is Podcast Starter, Episode 2. Hi, how you doing out there? I am James Kennison. You're listening to Podcast Starter, helping you start, shape up, and share your own hobby podcast. You can find this podcast and more great shows at nlcast.com. All right. This week, we're going to be starting talking about how to start your own podcast. Now, I'm not going to go through the details, the gory details of um, equipment and microphones and uh, settings and compression. and all. I mean, there's plenty of websites and podcasts out there that will show you the ins and outs of how to do every single thing that you want to do with a podcast. And future episodes of this show are sure to um, explain how to submit to iTunes, um, you know, what compression is, how to, how to choose a microphone and a mixer, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Surely we'll get to some of that. But really, my goal combined is not only to help you start your show, but to help you shape it up. And in my opinion, one of the best ways to have a great podcast is to start a great podcast before you actually record your first show. Okay. So great, a way to have a great podcast is to start a great podcast. So with that in mind, I'm going to talk about what I do, the process I go through when I create a brand new show. And if I were to go back in time to 2006, this is what I would do then that I didn't do. Okay. So here we go. Um, the first thing is to pick a great name. Um, after, well, I guess, honestly, first thing is to know what you want to podcast about. Um, you better pick something that you're very passionate about. Okay. But by the time you sit down to start planning out your show, my assumption is you've already got a great theme. Okay. Um, here's a fault that I see a lot of new podcasters fall into, and that is they want a podcast so badly um, that they don't really think about what they're going to podcast. They just like the idea of being able to, you know, start a new show, get it up online, and be able to tell their buddies, ooh, ooh, ooh. And so they'll rush in and they'll get help and they'll get people, um, maybe a coworker or a friend at church or a friend, and, and say, ooh, let's sit down, you know, three nights a week and let's record a show or one night a week. And, and they, they rush in there, and before they know it, they're out of content, they're out of passion, and it was more fun starting it than it was maintaining it. So I guess I'm going to edit my own show notes here and say the first thing you need to do is make sure you know what you want to talk about. Make sure it's something that you're truly passionate about, because I'm telling you, the new wears off pretty quick. Just like anything you do, buying a car, buying a house, picking out a shirt, um, it all wears out pretty quick and it becomes not a job. I mean, it's still a hobby. It's still fun, but there are some days that you won't do it if you don't enjoy it. If it's not something that you want to talk about, if it becomes something that is a chore, you're going to hate it and you will quit. Again, most shows don't make it past three episodes and the ones that do don't make it past five and the ones that do don't make it past eight. Why is that? Because what I'm saying is true. So after you've decided what you're going to talk about, let's pick a great name. Okay, a great name. And the way I always start is I start looking online. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to look on iTunes and I'm going to plug in my name, the name I want, the names of things that I'm thinking about. I'm looking for other shows that are like mine. What are they called? Because I sure don't want to rip off another name. 
And I don't want to even do a spinoff of a name. Like, I, I know a show. It's a guy I respect a lot. His podcast name is only one letter away from another show. And the show is completely different, completely opposite. And I got to imagine the promotion that he's doing, some of it spills over into benefiting that other show. That wouldn't be a problem, except the, the audience he's attracting is a show or an audience that wants a clean, almost Christian style podcast. And the one he might be sending them to on accident, or maybe they don't know which is which because of that one letter difference. Uh, it, it just may be, he may be running off more than he's attracting. I worry about that for him. So I look online, I'm going to see, uh, iTunes. I'm going to look up these show names that I'm thinking of. I'm going to make a list. All right. Then I'm the second thing, and it's almost the first thing, but it's just a very close second. I'm going to make sure I can get the URL, the, the, the universal resource locator, the domain name. I'm going over to GoDaddy or your favorite registrar, and I'm going to be typing in these names. I'm not going to put any dashes, um, and I'm going to try to make it a short name, a quick name to say. Now, I do know there are other podcasters out there that say it doesn't matter how long your show name is. And, you know, I don't completely disagree, but I do to a point, and that is I still think short URLs work, and I still think the shorter your title is, the better it's going to work. I want my title to fit in iTunes, meaning I don't want a triple dot behind my name that cuts off the end of my title. And on iTunes or in my iPhone or iPad or whatever, when they're listening to my show and they look down, I don't want the triple dot that says that they've extended, you know, my show has extended the amount of characters allowed on the screen at one time. I don't want my name scrolling across their screen. I want it to sit there to where they can read it. The other thing I'm going to check on on my name is I want to make sure that my name makes sense to someone else besides me. Okay, I don't want it to be so inside baseball that, that I'm the only one that knows. Imagine, the way I do that is I imagine myself telling someone about my show. And they say, well, what, what show do you do? What podcast do you do? Well, it's called da-da-da-da-da. Okay, instead of da-da-da-da-da, I fill in my name. And if the name makes sense, and if I'm not ashamed to say it out loud, and if I can put myself in the other person's shoes and they kind of understand what my podcast might be about, then I know I've got... A pretty good name. And again, that name should let people know what the show is about. Now, my first podcast, <laughs> it was called Nobody's Listening. And people that listen to that show for three years will tell you, I said it more than once, I hated the name of that show. I started that show. I knew what I wanted to do. said, I'm going to tell funny life stories, and I'm going to feature the stories of other people. Okay, it was a, it was a, at the time, an original idea as far as I knew, because I wasn't very familiar with podcasting. But I chose a name that had absolutely nothing to do with that. So it said nothing about stories. All it was was a name that I chose because I was being self deprecating. I didn't think anyone would listen to my podcast, and boy, was I wrong. And I was glad to be wrong, but I hated the name. Nobody's listening. Oh. And, you know, come to find out there was a, a YouTube channel at the time with a couple of guys that were pretty big stuff called Nobody's Watching. And, um, and, and it was really funny stuff and pretty popular. I don't know where these guys are now, but at the time they had recorded a pilot for NBC or something like that. And here I was seemingly ripping off their name uh, with a terrible name and a terrible URL, nobody'slistening.net. I couldn't even get the .com. I should have quit right then. 
So, you know, half the people are probably typing in nobody'slisting.com and there's, you know, just some holder place website that's owned by nobody uh, with the picture of the college girl with the smile. And um, you know what I'm talking about. So nobody'slisting.net, terribly long name to say. How do you spell it? You know, how do you put an apostrophe S in a URL? Or do you spell it N-O-B-O-D-I-E-S? No, you know, so it was terrible. Within the first three episodes, a podcast friend of mine named Michael uh, Masick had, had said, dude, get NLcast.com. And I was like, what about NL Podcast? He says, well, if you start doing video casts or if you expand later on, you're going to want the cast instead of the podcast. And he was right, absolutely right. Shorter URL, NLcast.com. Great URL for a terrible podcast name. Yeah, but anyway, it worked. It worked out. People still listened to Nobody's Listening, although they had no idea what they were getting into. So having to do it over again, I don't know. But my wife, her idea originally, because it was me and my brother, uh, he happened to be my half-brother, and she said, you should call it Two Half-Brothers Telling the Whole Story. Okay. Now, in my opinion, it was the most cheesiest name in the world. But at least if I'm telling somebody that, Okay, it is insanely long and it is cheesy, but at least somebody I don't have to spend 15 minutes explaining what the show's about, do I? So, yep, it's just me and my brother sitting down telling stories. That's it. I could have told them that in five seconds instead of 15 uh, minutes. So hats off to my wife for for actually thinking of that, uh, even though I didn't go with it. So, again, pick a great name. Look online. Find the URL. Make sure the name is short and quick to say. Imagine yourself telling someone about the show, and then the name should let people know what the show is about. After that, make sure you register that domain. You can use um, GoDaddy if you want. Um, I actually have a code. It's podname121, and it'll save you money on your domain name. So when you go there, if you use them, I use them personally. Um, uh, I've always used them. They're the cheapest out there. And the, the, the thing is they don't try to, um, they don't try to screw you when you go back to re-register. A lot of these guys will sell you something for $1.99 if you get hosting with them and GoDaddy will do that too. But any of the deals that they give you up front, they'll give you the next year. So I don't set any of my domains to auto red, uh, auto renew. I do it annually and I'll go back in and use that code again. And it works, and it gives me a discount from $10 to like $7. I love it. So check that out, godaddy.com. Code is podname121. You'll type that in almost at the last minute right before you check out, okay? Uh, hosting. Now, hosting is something you need to think about when you're, when you're picking, um, you know, when you're wanting a podcast. Hosting is very important. I, at the very beginning of podcasting, my, my pod, one of my podcast mentors, Michael Masick, told me, dude, make sure what you do is you separate your website from your media. And I said, why? He said, two reasons. One, if you get them combined, it's a, it's a lot more expensive than separating them out. And he's right. I, you go on there and you find podcast kits or hosting packages, and they're very expensive. Why is that? Because they can get away with it and, and people get into podcasting sometimes don't know what they're doing and it seems like it should be expensive. Anyway, here's what I came to. Um, I, at the time, used GoDaddy for hosting. I've since moved to Bluehost.com and I like them a lot better. Um, matter of fact, if you want to use Bluehost, go to uh, podcaststarter.com and click on the Bluehost 
uh, banner on the right-hand side and help a brother out, okay? Every time you use Bluehost with that banner, it helps out uh, all my podcasts, not just the one you're listening to right now. But I use Bluehost. Um, but anyway, um, I, I use Libsyn to host my media. The second reason he said is that your um, your hosting for your media needs to be fast, okay? And you, if you use a regular um, website host for your for your uh, for your uh, media, um, it's going to be slow, and they're also going to cap your bandwidth. Now they'll tell you, even Bluehost tells you, oh, it's unlimited bandwidth, unlimited uploads, unlimited everything. But that's not exactly true. They do have caveats in there about what they call irregular type of files. They're only going to be serving up um, HTML files, PHP files, things like that. But if you start dumping a lot of MP3 files on there, they are going to shut you down. And a friend of mine got shut down, and he got shut down quick. Okay. Now they did go back and fix him up good um, and helped him out once he complained about it. But uh, they they do warn you at the beginning, this is not what this is for. So even Bluehost, you're not going to be able to host your MP3 files there. Okay. And you can go to a place like Internet Database or Internet uh, Archive or whatever and host them for free. But again, it's going to be slow as dirt and people are not going to want to download your show. I'm just telling you this right now. You can go over to Libsyn.com. I started with a $5 a month hosting plan with them. And this is just for my media, just for my MP3s, 50 megabytes. That's enough for one show, maybe two, if you do, if you compress them or, or, or if they're, you know, half hour shows once or twice a week, you'll be able to get that. It's unlimited bandwidth. And what's bandwidth? If you don't know, it means every time somebody downloads your show, um, it, it takes, you, you say it's a 50 meg file, that 50 meg file gets downloaded one time, two times, three times, four times. Pretty soon, you're talking about gigs of data that have streamed from your website. So it's not so much about the hosting size, it is about the bandwidth. Libsyn has unlimited bandwidth, and it is truly unlimited, okay? I've never had a problem with them at all. Um, they do have a download cap, and or an upload cap, and that's how they charge you. Um, 50, uh, 50 megs a month is the limit for the $5 plan. That means once you upload up to 50 megs of data, uh, maybe one show or two shows, they're going to cap you and you're not going to be able to download, upload any more shows for a, for a month. Okay. Um, as long as you're doing one show, that's not going to be a problem. Okay. Uh, I currently right now use one $40 a month plan and I'm probably going to have to upgrade. That gets me, I want to say 850 gig or 850 meg of space um, every month that renews. They archive all my old stuff. And, and so truly it's really unlimited because every show I've ever done for the last three years is up at Libsyn and it is archived and available for download. But um, I can only up I, I I only upload the current obviously the current shows so that 50 meg or 850 meg cap is only per month secretly it's unlimited space so anyway enough selling Libsyn I just think that's the best place and a lot of other people to do too any podcast you listen to I almost could put money on it is hosted at Libsyn. It's the best thing going right now, and it is great. If you happen to use them, I would love for you to go again to podcaststarter.com, click on the Libsyn link, um, and help help a brother out. That would be awesome. It doesn't cost you any more, but it helps us out. Um, so 
your domain hosting, you can host that with GoDaddy. You can direct it to a place like Bluehost. You, your, your media hosting sits off separately by itself, and that's where you upload your media files to. Your website's in one spot. Um, your your media's in another. So you have two different places. Um, a thing like WordPress and PowerPress brings those together. If you use Bluehost, what's awesome is you go to Control Panel and you click on uh, Simple Scripts, and it will install WordPress for you. If you're not familiar with WordPress, I, I highly suggest you check out WordPress. Just Google it. It's a blogging application that is the best this is universally understood. It's the best thing in the world for podcasters. Um, you use Blueberry's um, PowerPress plugin. I used to suggest uh, PodPress, but PodPress has not been developed for quite some time now. PowerPress is awesome. It's put out by Blueberry, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Um, you use this plugin with WordPress, and it makes podcasting easy. You, if you're familiar with blogging, you log into WordPress secretly with your username and password. You, you type in your post. You upload your media file to Libsyn. You copy an MP3 file link. You paste that into your PowerPress. You hit post and you're up and you're done. It's pretty dang easy. All right. Once you got all your, your names picked out, your hosting squared away, you're going to want to think about the facade that you put up, the face of your show. And that is called your cover art. The little square box that you look at when you see other shows in iTunes, that's one of the biggest things you need to think of because you know what? People are not going to hear your show first. They're going to see your show first. They're going to be looking at the name and they're going to be looking at that image. That image is one of the most important things in selling your show through iTunes, in my personal opinion. That and the stars that you get, the reviews that you get, and if you can get featured or new and notable in iTunes. We'll be talking about how to do that later because almost every show I've put out has been featured in its category and put in new and notable. Logo art. Now, I happen to do custom uh, very low price custom artwork. Okay. I know this is a show is sounding like a big sales pitch, but I've been doing this so long. I find myself, uh, surrounding myself with great, um, uh, resources. And these guys make it possible for me not only to share it to, but to get a little bit of, uh, of, uh, of a sponsorship when I do. So wouldn't you do the same thing? Absolutely. Now, I'm what I'm not doing, and one thing I can always promise you, I'm not going to do. I'm not going to sell you something that I have not, that I don't completely believe in. I use Blue uh, Host. I use Libsyn and have for years, and I use WordPress. I use PowerPress, and um, and I do make pretty darn good low cost cover art. Okay. Now you can make your own if you're good with Photoshop. That's great. But but I'm just telling you. Here's my tips. Um, by the way, you can check out my artwork and the things I've done for other podcasters for as low as $65. You can go to uh, drawyouapicture.com and uh, check out. You can see stuff I've done for other people. You can see the price structures I have, and you can contact me, and we can do something up. Uh, most of the time for ministries and podcasts, the, the minimum price uh, or the maximum price I charge is six, between $65 and $99, and usually right there at $65. But if you do it yourself, here's some some basic things I just told somebody about this week. Your image needs to be 600 by 600 pixels at 72 DPI. If you don't know what that means... Um, I'm sorry, but that's what you need. Uh, go to Photoshop or get, get your, uh, uh, GIMP. Uh, GIMP is a free editing software and open up a file that is 600 pixels by 600 pixels, 700 dots. I'm sorry, 72 dots per inch and fill that thing up with color, 
fill it up with text, an image, a logo, whatever you want to do. Make sure it looks good and it's bright. And then here's what you do. Save it and then resize it to 75 by 75. Okay? Because 75 by 75 is the size that your 600 by 600 masterpiece is going to be resized to when people see it in iTunes. 75 by 75 small. Make sure that what you've done at 600 by 600 is legible, that you can read at least the title, maybe even the subtitle, and make sure you can see the images. Make sure it's not muddy or, 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 or mushed together, that you haven't put too much in there. When I do artwork, that's what I do. I create a 600 by 600 image. I'm going to resize that thing several times throughout the process, so I make sure that it can still be seen at 75 by 75. All right, so there's your free tip for today. That's gold right there. So I get my logo, I get my cover art. My cover art's gonna have my title, possibly my subtitle, and some sort of theme. I'm real big on colors, so my my theme on my WordPress matches the theme in my cover art. My logo is gonna be in there. Uh, it's it's gonna have a quick, you know, um, like Brokia. Brokia is a show that I do at Brokia.com. It is not the best uh, name in the world but it, it means something to the people that listen to the show. So I think it, it, you know, it works anyway. Um, but as a subtitle, it quickly says what the show's about. Uh, talking about stuff geeks love to talk about. And right there, you can imagine it's about movies, it's about TV shows, it's about video games, it's about iPhones and iPads and blah, blah, blah. Anything and everything. Stuff on YouTube and Facebook and video, you know, everything. That's what we do. Um, so I'm going to put that in there. I'm going to make sure it's legible, make sure it's readable. Get you some good cover art. I'm telling you, it is one of the top things that iTunes looks at when they're talking about featuring people is cover art. Um, matter of fact, my show went from just being featured in the category to being featured on the main um, uh, podcasting page, all right? One of the big ones when I updated my artwork from a simple logo to an, a caricature of me and my two co-hosts, uh, and that was Nobody's Listening, NLCast.com. Uh, the existing logo is still up there at uh, what's it podcast.nlcast.com, and you can see that um, we were featured up for like two weeks. And man, oh my pot, my downloads went through the roof because of good cover art. And that was a good year and a half into my show. Recording equipment is another thing you're going to want to look at. And I don't want to get bogged down in what you need and what you don't need. Uh, I think last show I talked about the people that think you have to go out and spend all kinds of money. And you better make darn sure you really want to do this before you do that. But you can podcast with an iPhone, an iPod Touch. You can podcast with a handheld recorder from, from Best Buy. You don't need a $450 heel PR40 microphone to get started. Um, you don't need a $99 microphone stand and, and you know, on and on and on. Um, I've accumulated some of these things, but I've done it over time as, as I've been able to get uh, sponsorships, uh, you know, help from, from Lipson and Blueberry um, and, and some support from drawyourpicture.com. I've been able to reinvest that funds back into the show and upgrade and upgrade and upgrade. Um, but when I start I started with a hundred dollar kit off musiciansfriend.com. It came with a with a USB uh, mixer, a little tiny thing. Um, I think it was a U lead or something like that. Uh, it had a cheap microphone that uh, was probably forty dollar condenser mic and uh, a tiny little desktop uh, stand. Uh, didn't even come with a pop filter or anything like that. And I started with that. I could have started with much less. Here's my thing. No matter what you have for recording equipment, do the very best you can with what you have. Do the very best you can. Okay? If you just have your computer and, a, and, and you know, a recorder 
software recorder, go and get a $50, $25 USB headset. It's the best thing you can do. It's the best thing you can do for your sound. And turn off the fans and turn off the, the air conditioner if it's going to make a lot of noise. Turn off um, you know anything around you that's going to make a lot of noise. Get into a closet if you have to. If you're recording on your iPod, go and invest a little bit of money in a, in a, uh, a little clip-on mic or something that you can plug right into that. Um, and and, and you know, if you record in the car, that's acceptable, I suppose. But if you're recording and, and I can hear your kids screaming in the background, that's going to show me how much you care about your own show. Why should I care about listening to a show you don't care enough about to set time aside? You're not going to hear kids screaming in the background on my show, not just because I have a great microphone, not just because I'm locked in my room with the door closed, but because I specifically set my time um, around my kids' schedule. They go to bed at 9. I'm podcasting at 9.30 at night. That's the only time I do it. That way, my wife can watch TV in the next room. She can do whatever she wants to in the house. I'm not interrupting her. So, do the very best you can with what you have, okay? Nobody's going to judge you if you've done the best you can. But if you've got great equipment, say say you, you do a half-crap job with your cheap stuff, improved equipment is not going to improve your mic technique or your quality. It's just going to make what you sound like sound... Uh, maybe a little more professional on, on the, the sound issue. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know how to talk into a microphone, that's not going to improve when you spend a lot of money on a microphone. So do the best you can with what you have. All right? Uh, content is, is really high on my list. Um, my suggestion is this, and this goes full circle back to the first thing I said, and that is know what you want to talk about. My suggestion is before you do your first show, write up three months' worth of show topics on your theme. Okay, I did that with Podcast Starter. As a matter of fact, I'm going to read through some of them right now. Um, how to get your podcast online. That'll be obviously what we're talking about next week. Um, after you've got your podcast recorded, what is the process of getting it into the iPods of other people? That's something that blows some people's minds. We're going to go through that. How to get your podcast featured in iTunes. Five ways to help your podcast stand out from the rest. How to advertise your podcast for free. How to produce a great podcast promo. How to make people turn off your podcast. Obviously, that's going to be a little bit of a, a reversal on our, on our theme. Um, resources that I use every week in podcasting. Solo cast or co-host. We're going to talk about doing it yourself or doing it over Skype. Casting is the very next week. How I podcast. I plan on spending two weeks on that. Simplifying your podcast production. Fellow podcasters. Are they competition or companions? Um, we're going to talk about measuring and tracking your podcast stats, uh, making your hobby podcast pay for itself, and then helping other six other podcasters succeed. Now, I'm going to keep writing stuff on the tail end of that and making this a never-ending list. But already, I have probably 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. I have four months, four months of podcasting already planned out. And that's just by sitting down in a few minutes, thinking about really what I wanted to talk about, what I'm passionate about, what are the things that I think people really need to hear about podcast production and improving, and uh, there you go. So that's something I can talk about for a minimum of four months without even having to think of anything else. All right? So here's the other thing, content. Put your show into segments. If it's appropriate for your show... 
put it into segments. For nobody's listening, my first show, we had segments right from the beginning. We started with a weekly update, something funny that happened in the in the last seven days or so. And then we moved into news and we talked about anything that was going on that people needed to know about if we were doing a theme show or if something, a contest was going on. And then um, what is it? Eventually we had something called high school or middle school drama where we would read all the silly sh- stuff that we got from uh, middle schoolers throughout the week that ordinarily I would throw away or delete. We would talk about the LBB of the week, the living, breathing butthead. Um, we would make fun of people that were jerks with the goal of helping people not to be those kind of jerks. Um, pointing out the obvious ridiculousness of being mean or jerky to other people. Then we told our featured story, and then I think at the very end, uh, we used to do a, a, a song, a recap song, and then we would say goodbye. Um, every show I do has segments, okay? Even this one, it doesn't have many, but I'm going to read them off to you. Um, I have my introduction, brought to the week of October 31st, 2010. This is Podcast Starter Episode 2. Then under that, theme song. Under that, introductions and topic introduction, and then the topic. And then at the very end, I have the brought to you by uh, segment where I'm going to talk about uh, drawyoupicture.com. And I might as well do that right now because Podcast Starter is brought to you in part by drawyoupicture.com where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. It's also brought to you by godaddy.com where you can use the code podname121 to save money on your next domain name. And you can find out about Bluehost and Lipson by visiting podcaststarter.com and then look in the sidebar. So there you go. There's another segment down and a few more to go. Um, not only do you need to be thinking about segments, you just heard me read off of my show notes. You need to have show notes. Do not just sit down unless you're doing something like a, a personal audio journal where you don't really care if you get a big audience and it's just you ad-libbing. I do that with GOK. I have a, a personal audio podcast called um, The Gospel of Kennison. It's at gok.nlcast.com. Feel free to check that out. But it's me just talking about whatever's off the top of my head. That's I make no apologies for that. That is the format of the show. It is a personal audio journal. It's even filed in iTunes under personal audio journals. And that's the format that I chose for that show, and that's fine. But every other show that you have, you need some show notes. Um, put all your segments out. Fill in that content. Make sure that you keep track of what... Um, what the date is and what uh, episode you're on. And, and you'll, it'll also help you to recall things. Um, like when I recap, I could go through right now and tell you that the first thing you need to think about is your topic. Pick something you're passionate about. Pick a great name. Hosting, logo, recording equipment, and now content. That is great. I couldn't do that off the top of my head. It's okay to have show notes and read those things in real time. Okay? So get you some show notes. I happen to use Google Docs. For my show notes, I do that because with my co-host, I can even share this file um, online. It hosted online, obviously. I can share it with my other co-hosts. They can edit it or update them at will, and it's really neat. I've got parts that stay static, like my URL is never going to change. But every week, I, I I change the line. Brought to you the week of October, blah blah blah, 2010. This is podcast starter episode, whatever. So um, these kind of things help you uh, as you go. The very last thing I would think about is something that is very important. It's called music, okay? Music can get you in trouble or it can be your best friend. It can only get you in trouble if you choose something that is um, copyrighted. It's funny. I hear a lot of podcasts that do use copyrighted music. I made the mistake of doing it when I first started podcasting, even though I would honestly say my 
stolen music. Uh, I used the song Nobody's Listening from Linkin Park. It was so remixed that I don't know that it would even count. Nobody ever gave me a hassle about it, but as soon as I found out, I made a point to change that and get some original music. You can get good music that sounds good. Nobody's going to know what it is, but you can go to um, your keywords in Google are going to be pod safe music. That is the keyword pod safe. It's one word P O D S A F E music. And these are, these are indie bands, bands that, you know, nobody knows, or maybe they know a little bit, and maybe it's a, a semi-famous guy that just releases his stuff uh, for use. These guys are so indie that they're just glad to have you use their songs, okay? Um, if you do, though, they're going to want you to attribute that song to them, meaning you're going to have to put it in your show notes. You may want to mention it at the very end of your show on the way out, thanks to Scribble Scrabble for our theme music, um, and you want to mention their name and where they can find it. It's a little bit of a hassle, but you can find things like that at Music Alley and Podsafe Audio, okay? You also have the option of recording your own music, Okay, I don't know about uh, Max very much. I know you guys have GarageBand, and it'll it's kind of like Band in a Box, where you can sit there and mix your own stuff. I don't know if you're allowed to use that or not. I would imagine you are, since that's what Apple's all about—is making podcasts and stuff. But you can also mix your own sound effects, random things off the web that you find, as long as it's not copyrighted, and use your very own voice. There's nothing wrong with that. Just do me a favor: don't make your voice sound really, really deep. Okay. Nobody can understand you. It sounds very, very muffled. Okay. Um, if you don't want to use your own voice, that's fine. Uh, get a friend and have them talk, you know, and in place of the movie guy voice, any lady that has a classy voice is going to, you know, even your wife, they could sit down and record or whatever. You notice on this one, I don't have anybody doing a voiceover, even though I've done that for almost every other show. I just do it myself at the beginning. Brought to you the week of October 31st, 2010. This is Podcast Starter, Episode 2. And then I hit the music. And that's fine for this. That's, that's all I want. I don't need to go out and do that. But if you do want to start with something big, you can go and hire someone for between 25 to 75 bucks. All right. I've spent 25, I've spent 40, I've spent 75, just depending on how much I want. I'm going to send you to a guy named Scott, uh, Scott Schaefer. He's awesome. He's he loves podcasters. I'm also going to send you to somebody that I know as Radio Jen on Twitter. Her name is Jen Page, and she is awesome. I'm going to link her in my show notes at podcaststarter.com. So go down there. She has a great voice. I've used her for Geek Loves Nerd. I've used her for a lot of stuff. I've used Steven or uh, Scott uh, Schaefer for Podcast Kid. And uh, a couple other shows I do. And then there's a third gentleman, and I cannot remember his name. I think it's Dave Detrena. Oh, I know I'm butchering that last name. He is the voice of Axe Cop. And I've used him for explicit answers and uh, some other stuff. And these guys are all, when you tell them that you're a not-for-profit uh, podcast, you're just a podcaster, um, they're going to hook you up with a significantly reduced rate. Most of them have a website with a form that you'll want to fill out and let them know about. Um, if you want to pay for your music, which I did, let me let, let me play the intro again. This is music I paid for. Now, all the sound effects you heard at the very beginning and the end, I didn't pay for this. This was a, just a random beat that I found off 
uh, soundsnap.com, which I have. I have the ability to download and use up to five sounds uh, a month because I was part of their beta program. Um, but I paid for that music, everything you hear from the, from the time the car starts to the end. Uh, and I paid like 25, 20 bucks for that. Um, there are Royal, the, the keywords on Google are royalty free music. That is music that you pay for it once and you can use on anything, uh, specifically your podcast and things like that. And on your website, um, it's fairly cheap between 20 and 40 bucks. Sometimes you can get something cheaper. What I love is websites that have the same set of music. They'll have a full set. That's like three minutes long. They'll have a, a one minute version. They'll have a 30 second version, a 15 second version. And then they'll have little stingers. They're called that are between eight three and eight seconds that are pretty neat. And I'll usually go for the 30 second or the 15 second. I think this is a 15 second intro. And uh, then I'll throw some sound effects in it or whatever, or throw my voice on top of it or mix in the other one. Let me see here real quick. Let me play for you since we're sitting here. Let me play for you some of my other intros. Right here. This is the one for Axe Cop. Hey there, Head Chopper. This is Chop, an Axe Cop podcast. And we want you to join our team. This show only stabs you if you're bad. Okay, so there, and then it kind of trails out. I do a little fade out there. Um, this one here, I, I hired uh, uh, Scott Schaefer um, to come in and do uh, an Axe Cop style voice, and he was more than happy to do that for me. He did charge me a little bit, and that's fine. Um, and then I found the music is actually by a band that recorded that for axcop.com. And then I asked them for permission and I was able to use that. And then, um, that's it. So all of the, all of the other, all the music was free to use. And I'm, I'm allowed to use that as long as I'm doing this show. And I just paid for that. Uh, this is for explicit answers. The world needs answers. We can help. Explicit answers. Okay. So then we got a little loop that goes out at the end that fades to nothing. All right. So again, there, I paid for the music and I paid for the voiceover. And that was David uh, De Palma or De Trina or, oh, it's terrible. I'll have it all up on the show notes at podcaststarter.com. Uh, so you can do just about anything. Um, let me see if I can find my original Nobody's Listening that would be funny if I could find the original Nobody's Listening uh, sound here. No. no. Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's listening. No. Nobody's listening. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, what that is actually is that is um, something that was done for me by a gentleman named Rob Gobers who loved my show, and he he's an organist and has a band and a website and all that kind of stuff, and he was kind enough to do that for me so I didn't have to use what I had anymore. 
I turned it into this. Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hi, I'm James, and this is Nobody's Listening Podcast, and blah de blah de blah And so there you see, that was Jen Page. You heard me throw some sound effects in there on top of his music, and all that is good. I can't find the original one. I didn't plan on it, so it's it's hidden away somewhere in the past on some old forgotten hard drive, I'm sure. But that's okay. Um, and plus, like I said, it was... <laughs> was horribly ripped off. I just wanted to show you an example, really, of what uh, what that music would have sounded like. I'm still secretly trying to stall so I can pull it up here. Let me see what I can do for you here. Here it is. Let's see if this is it. Okay, so there you go. That was completely uh, mixed on my computer, it, it started with the base of uh, Nobody's Listening by uh, Linkin Park. I put in some Han Solo. I put in some personal stuff, uh, some recording from some call-ins and th- things like that. I would imagine that is is as original as it sounded. It would not be a good idea to do. But all the other ones, man, you could pull stuff in from Podsafe. You can sample it. You can use it. You can remix it. You can throw your own vocals on there. You could throw clips from your favorite videos in there, and that would be awesome. So try that out, okay? Uh, or pay for it. It's all good with me. Anyway, guys, we're going to get out of here. This has been Episode 2 of Podcast Starter. You can contact us, podcaststarter at nlcast.com. The website's podcaststarter.com. And then you can call us anytime you want, 2095-NLCAST. That's 2095-NLCAST. Till next time, do a great job. Get that podcast upgraded. Send your questions and comments, and we'd love to hear from you. This is Podcast Starter. (laughs) 